Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the first episode of what I'm calling Thespian Talk, version 2. I am your host, Gomer the Ranting Thespian, and with me, as always, is the lovely co-host, lovely Lady Renee. Hello, people. And this week, we have a special guest co-host. It is Mars Girl from ThatGuyWithTheGlasses.com. How how are you, Mars Girl? Doing okay. Thanks for having me. All right. So, um... For those of you who have never listened to one of my shows before, let me just give you the rundown where we basically sit around, we talk about news for a while, and now we're actually going to have a new segment on here where we're going to talk a little bit about theater history, and that's going to come later. And to round out the show this week, we're actually going to interview Mars Girl for a little bit. But we've got some stuff to take care of first, so let's get right on with the news, shall we? Moving right along. Yes. All right. Our top story this week comes out of Gainesville, Florida, and I found this just tonight. Had to put this in here because I think it's so hilarious. And also because you live in Florida. Yes, that is because I live in Florida. (laughs) Authorities say security for last weekend's canceled Quran burning at a central Florida church cost around $200,000. City officials say they expect the church to pay. Police Major Rick Hanna said no more than 200 officers were on duty last weekend, patrolling the church, the University of Florida football game, and quote-unquote soft targets like the mall. Another 160 sheriff's deputies were also working because of the planned protest at Dove World Outreach Center. Gainesville City Manager Russ Blackburn said he doesn't know if the city has legal authority to compel the church to pay. Pastor Terry Jones canceled the event after international pressure. Now, this amuses me because it's basically saying, yeah, um, we're putting out the effort to protect you guys over some bullshit like this. You're going to pay me. And they should. I agree. This was a bullshit move to begin with. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think it was, I think it was the amazing, the amazing atheist who went on YouTube and he said, you know what? I'm not going to just announce it and put it at a later date. I'm going to do it right now and just boom, boom, boom. But I think he burned a Quran, he burned a Bible, and he burned, um, I think, one of Richard Dawkins' books. All in the same videos. Like, he burned everybody's Bible. So to you know what? He's really if, good if at doing those kind of things. Yes, he is. Yeah, if you're going to be a censor, be an equal opportunity censor. There you go. Which Either censor one sort of religious, sort of, of course, outspeaking, or... Censor all of them. It's only fair. Yeah. I mean, this is this is a country where everybody has the right to, you know, believe what they want to believe and say what they want to say. Whether you have the platform to say what you want to say is a different story. But right. if you're going to believe one way, you get to believe that way. And while book burning, I will admit, book burning is really, really stupid. It's a stupid idea, and it's not really. And I it's think kind it, of horrific. Yeah. Well, who's it really stopping? I mean, publishers are still going to publish the Quran. I mean, who are they kidding? That That's exactly themselves. what they're going to make. Because they're, they're kidding themselves. They're kidding their flock. You know, they're, they're kidding everybody who watches them and think that thinks that it's a good idea. You shouldn't be burning books anyway. Knowledge is something, yes, it can be used for harm. Yes, it can be used for good. But, but it's something that you can manipulate easily. You want to manipulate the knowledge, fine. Manipulate the knowledge. Don't try to destroy it because you can't. 
it will well, even if you if you'd be better off you're right you'd be better off taking that knowledge and if you are so against it you may as well use knowledge found in the text to prove it incorrect i mean then i'd actually exactly. listen to you instead of you being ignorant like i just don't like it because it's not what i know here i'm gonna burn it you know that's yeah, it's like how we lost how we lost knowledge of like Easter Island and such things. Yeah, great. Thanks a whole lot. Exactly. Yeah, it's like read the book, argue against the book. Don't just go. Oh my God! It it's got these colors on it. That no, it's wrong, and then throw it on a fire. Yeah. And that makes less than no sense, people. I know. Oh, and speaking of books. Speaking of books, I was actually going to save this one for later, but I'm going to go ahead and do it now, considering it's still on the same page. And this one is out of Orange County, again, Florida. Uh, damn Florida. And a lot of people... out of there, dude. Yeah, I know. But a lot of people may already know this, but I'm going to say it here again. A 170-page manual explaining step-by-step how to molest children, which police in Orange County believe has been circulating there for months, is not illegal. Investigate. I know. Investigators have stated that they still want to know where it came from. Yeah, so they can find the person and probably arrest them because how are you going to have that knowledge without actually doing it? I think I have indeed heard about this story. So, I I mean, no, it makes sense that it's not illegal, and yet at the same time, it's, of course, disturbing as hell that somebody is even doing it. Because, I mean, writing something, eh, people will use their freedom of speech to be total douches, but... uh, Unfortunately, being a douche isn't illegal. Yeah. Well, it, it does get worse than that. You know, G- Gomer, finish the story, because I'm looking at it now, and I, I'm just... Tr- I'm holding back the dragon rage. I really am. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, the manual, which was apparently written by someone who calls himself a mule, is a how-to of child molestation, even explaining where and how potential victims the station reported. Among the many disturbing topics covered in the book is how to convince a victimized child not to tell his or her parents. And, and Renee, you're, I know you're looking at it, and I'm actually skipping over a lot of the quotes because they're kind of just... I didn't have time to really edit it down a lot. Deputies with the Sheriff's Sexual Offender Surveillance Squad have been aware of the manual for the past six months, Graves told the local news story. News station, rather. Wow. The Sheriff's Office received it through an email list service, he said. And he told the sto- news station that it was not a crime in Orange County to send the manual by email or to possess it, but local and federal investigators are trying to track down where the manual initially came from. Deputies believe whoever is responsible may have committed crimes against children. No fucking shit. Yeah, no kidding. It's like, duh, I mean, like like I said... Hi, Agent Captain Obvious. Yes, exactly. I mean, it's like, duh, how are we going to have the knowledge without actually doing it? Other than going on the internet a lot. Yeah, and I don't even think you can find out all that information on 4chan. Or maybe you can, I don't know. I don't go on 4chan as often anymore. Uh, Yeah, I'd almost almost suspect 4chan of spreading it. Yeah. But then again, this is also the... You take a compendium of knowledge by going out there and talking to the people who do this stuff. So you can collect it in that fashion. Yeah. Even that is... Whoa, holy shit. I'm sorry, that's... My phone, folks, um... Uh-oh. Kick me in the face. Seriously, I forgot that that was on. Ha-ha! Anyway. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. Hey, hey, a- a- at, le- at least the, the ringtone didn't go off, because then you all have the Doom song stuck in your head. Ah. 
Which I have actually used that to calm babies. That is awesome. Yes, it is. So, um, as you were saying, I think it was Compendium of Child Molesters or whatever. Yeah. Even if you're going around collecting this stuff, I mean, that in and of itself is extremely creepy. It's, yeah. it's more than a bit obsessive, and why would you do it? I understand that there are people out there who say all knowledge has to be kept and maintained. Yeah. But, but why is that really? There's just How is this just, useful? Yeah, I mean, unless... Unless maybe you're a priest or something, I don't know. No, but one of the things you skipped over... <laughs> you skipped over I get it. <laughs> yes. Oh, man, come on. I know, it's, it's too easy. It's too easy, I'm No, sorry. but one of the things here that you skipped over that I, that I think is important... Oh. Um, one of the quotes from Graves. Um, we personally haven't worked a case on it, but it has been located within our region. They, up till now, they haven't even looked at trying to do something about this book. They've been sitting there, other quotes that he skipped over, being, quote, amazed that someone would be as bold as to create an actual 170-page document that would detail how to do it. Um, I've never seen anything like it. It was pretty amazing when I first saw it just because of how detailed it was. They're saying these sorts of things. They are in awe of the book. And, and not yet it takes them six months. It. Yeah, it's like, it's like. How many children shit. can we molest over the course of six months? I mean, Lord. A rather lot, especially if you've got this handy little guide. Oh yeah. Especially if it's being passed around. Definitely, and it's we're like. We're not doing anything <laughs> that you have never worked a case on. It's like, duh. Okay, let's see. And know about it six months. Let's see. Book being circulated, telling people how to molest children. Um. You know, we could set up a bunch of sting operations, catch these fuckers, put them in jail. Priority one. Yeah, maybe set them on fire, as a friend of mine likes to do to them. Well. You know. Oh, so. Oh, God. And this is my state, people. This is what I, I mean, have to live with. If nothing else, the possession of this book in and of itself should be considered probable cause. Yeah. Here's what else I want to know. Where did they get it? Yeah, well, I think this. I think this. Who's, of this who's publishing it? Like, is it a physical bound book that's yes. being distributed by a publisher? If it yes. is, then, then how can it possibly be that difficult to track somebody down? I mean, uh, even if he's going by an alias, okay, obviously, dude publishing the it, book. It, it, it's it's lo looking at this, and, and I've actually like looked a little further at this. It's both a physically bound book, which is incredibly rare to run across. It's primarily a uh, ebook, which is done both in PDF and a different format that I, I don't know what it is. Yeah. As in, I have no idea what this what this thing in front of me means. So I, I'm not even going to try. But I mean, and mostly they're talking about sending it by email or possessing it. It may not be illegal to possess it, even though technically it should be. <clears throat> but and I'm saying that not because of you know. I think it should be illegal to possess knowledge, but because I think that the laws state that this technically is a violation of community standards, which makes it obscene and therefore illegal, huh. according to the Supreme Court. There you go. But this possession of this should be probable cause. If they see this, I mean, however they got hold of it, should have been probable cause to investigate the fucker who handed it to them. Yeah. At the very I mean, least, whoever whoever is publishing it, there, I want to know. Okay, they've known about it for six months, but there hasn't been a case. 
Well, someone who has bound the book, okay, obviously that goes back to somebody. Somebody had to physically give some kind of information to the publisher. Um, exactly. Uh, so, so regardless of whether he's using... And I'm sorry, but there is no Kinkos in the world that is going to do this job for you. Oh, no. Mm. Uh, no so, I don't... so money ties have to go to somebody because dude has to be getting revenue from sales of the book, I would imagine, in yeah. some way, shape, or form, unless he really doesn't care about receiving money from the publication of the book, which would be kind of silly, but... Not if it's his passion, which I actually don't want to think about. Can you erase from my mind that I just entered that as a possibility, please? Where's yeah. the bleach? I need the bleach. Uh, what, what about that in black? It's just shh, yeah. Uh, that that would be nice. I wish we could do that. Uh, oh, the neuralizer, yeah. There we go. Yeah, we should we should erase that from our minds. Uh, oh, oh. There, there is a reason why Nash from What the Fuck is Wrong with You and Radio Dead Air has, holds holds a special place for Florida in his black little heart. Uh, uh, but, um... Anyways, moving on. We must get you out of there. People, donate money. We need to get him <laughs> the fuck out of Florida. Does I'm serious. I like back that. It's like, get I have a couch of Florida waiting for him so that yeah, we can you get go. him an apartment. And afterwards, there will actually be video. So you have a stake in this. There will be video of <laughs> him, of me, doing the show. There you go. Think of and it as incentive. There you go. To All get right, him so, fuck out of Florida. Okay, so moving on. We gotta move on. Um, yeah. A Japanese man drove the wrong way down an expressway for 90 kilometers and broke through five police barricades because his cat had died, he told police. Tsutomu Mizumoto, I'm hoping I'm saying that right. 30 Sounds months, right. All right. You're 30 not. <laughs> was arrested early on Wednesday, local time, on the northern island of Hokkaido, H-O-K-K-A-I-D-O. Yeah, that's Hokkaido. Hokkaido, yeah. The Manichi Daily reported. Wow. I'm, I'm surprised I'm getting some of this right. Police said they responded to an emergency call about 5.45 a.m. about a car driving the wrong way on a motorway near the city of Otaru. They spotted the vehicle 15 minutes later and pursued the driver, ordering him to stop. Mitsumoto ignored him and drove on, smashing through five emergency blockades and passing through a tail toll gate, not tailgate. He finally stopped about 7.15 a.m. where police detained him. No, when police detained him. I can't read tonight. I was sad that my pet cat died, he was quoted He was quoted as telling police. I wanted to do something crazy. That must have been one hell of a cat. What, did he shave its ass and teach it to walk backwards? Well, either that or he really didn't have anybody else other than that cat in his life. Had to be yeah. one of the two. It had to have been. Well, think of it. If he had nobody else other than the cat in his life, don't you think it would have shaved its ass and taught it to walk backwards? Huh. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that would have been amusing. That Very... was a sick thing. Aww. So, so it took police a pretty long time to realize he was doing this, right? Yeah, apparently. Sometimes, uh. sometimes when I hear about things that police officials do in Japan, sometimes they sound really efficient, and other times it sounds like they're just totally not paying attention. Um, um, I mean, isn't that kind of characteristic of all police forces? I guess across that's true. Planet? I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it would also appear as though Japanese officials can't keep track of their senior citizens. Um, 
I had recently heard about uh, a guy whom they thought had been their oldest guy alive found out he was dead for 30 years. They totally didn't keep up with him. And uh, then they were looking for their next oldest lady. Well, she had been missing for several years, and I don't believe they've yet to find her. Then they start going through all these records of uh, who the oldest people are supposed to be in Japan, some of whom they haven't received death certificates from, and some of them supposedly are over 200 years old at this point. Obviously, they haven't found these people. So they're not really doing I a great job. I have doubts about the two hundred year old ones. Yeah, I don't know about that. Oh, so there was there was oh, okay. So ah, there's a, there there is yet another story. I'm liking how some of these stories are linking together because there's another one involving driving, and this one actually wrecked though. A Rome man avoided injury late Saturday after his white Pontiac Sunfire hit a power pole and overturned on East 2nd Avenue at 10th Street near Daniel's funeral home. The driver, Dalton Clay, 20, was unhurt in the incident. He said that he was driving on 2nd Avenue and lost control of the vehicle. There were no passengers. Rome police officer Allison Tiller said Clay will be charged with failure to maintain <laughs> with failure to maintain a single lane in the wreck. What? <laughs> you can you can do that? <laughs> you two thought exactly what I did when I first read it. <laughs> I mean, that's, you've got, that's you've awesome. Got... He totally he totally deserves it. But still, I just I didn't I'm know. Just reading this, right? Yeah, it's like wait, what? The way it's worded. I mean, I think I think it's you know maintaining a single lane and thus causing a wreck for reckless driving. I can't, I think that's what they're going for. But just the way it's worded, it's like, yeah, you had a if you have a wreck, you better keep it in the same lane, god damn it. <laughs> just wow. Just no. Uh, what, 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 what did, did did he wreck in the carpool lane? Is that what their bitch is? That must be cuz it's like, yeah, you shouldn't wreck in the carpool. I mean, they lane. emphasize there were work. no passengers. If you're going to wreck, un- get the hell out of the hob lane. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wow. Oh man. That that is just sad. Very very sad. I actually approve of this though. Uh, yes. Very much so. If you're going to be stupid, you should be charged for it. Yes. Very much. Ah, uh, so I, I I am in favor of the Prince George's County one coming up next. Oh uh, yes. Yes, that's before we get back up to the top of the list. Yeah, that's that's the one I've been I was going to go for next because because we yes. act, we actually have the files on hand and I'm been jumping around and Renee's probably just sitting there oh, scroll 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 okay here we go <laughs> exactly see there we go so, my mind. so this one a history class in Prince George's County got an unexpected lesson this week. A parent said that her son's 8th grade class at Freeman Middle School in Suitland was asked to define words as bastard, wuss, and other commonly used derogatory terms. The school's principal, Marla M. Dean, sent a letter home to parents Wednesday explaining that the teacher used a website called Teaching Tolerance to address the use of inappropriate language in the school. Dean said that appropriate administrative action has been taken, though she did not explain what that was. Which to me says that they just relocated her somewhere and they just don't want to say where because you know par- some parents they get the stick up their ass about kids and cuss words even though they're going to learn them anyway and uh, here's the thing parents at least parents that I know of in my experience they try to shield kids from curse words 
But then some of those parents would place those kids in front of a TV where those curse words are flying out at about 70 miles an hour. No, see, here's the other thing. They try to shield them from the cuss words, and then they go driving. There you go. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you are them. a parent and you drive, you have said something to someone in some lane at some time that some child has at some point repeated to everyone they know. Yes. I don't know. I uh, run into quite a number of children who, uh, you know that they're around parents who are in a, a very swearing situation, swearing left, right, top to bottom, and then they turn, around, they turn around and tell their kids, hey, don't use this. Well, well geez, well, don't use it in front of them. And then they have the audacity to go and be offended if their child is to be learning about how they were properly introduced into the language. Oh, no. Oh. It's a real big double standard. It, it angers me quite a bit. Oh, well, yeah. people tend to forget... How do kids learn to stop to talk in the first place? Oh wait, they're watching you. This is yes. the natural method of language production in human beings. And even if they don't get it from you, even if they don't get it from TV, you manage to shield them properly from the entire world, you sending them to school. You yes. can't shield them from the other children. Exactly. How, how does the song go? It's like, the further to the back of the bus we sat, the smarter we got. Oh. It's true. You sit in the back of the bus, you practice curse words, you talk about sex, and you start throwing marbles at each other. There you go. Th this yep, is what I, happens. Uh, I'm uh, very familiar with that. <laughs> <laughs> Only it was gum instead of marbles. There you go. No, uh, we actually rubber band. I was saying marbles because of an earlier conversation. I yeah. had a haircut the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. No peanut butter for you. Just cut it all out. Oh, just peanut just cut it. Yep. yep. Peanut butter and ice cube. That's what my mother did. Always yep. worked too. And but then I had very obedient hair when I was a child. Yep. It has yep. since decided fuck that. <laughs> and thus she it's shaves it all off on a regular basis. Yep. Okay. Um, gonna go back to Florida, and this one's gonna tie in to actually not to the previous story. But somebody brought up talking about sex in the back of the bus. This one sort of ties into that one. That that was my first sexual education. Second grade, go. back of the bus. Somebody uh, told what 69 was. <laughs> 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 Alright, so. This one, yes, another one out of Florida. Again. <laughs> what kind of a guy goes to Walmart, takes a Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue from the magazine rack, Heads to the store's toy section and proceeds to masturbate to completion in the aisle. Nice. A fuck wad. <laughs> Meet William Tyler Black. Woo! The 28-year-old Floridian and a substitute teacher was oh, arrested yesterday afternoon by Sarasota cops on battery and exposure of sexual organs charges, according to a probable cause affidavit, a copy of which, well, that's on the site. Uh... A store employee told cops that Black ejaculated onto the floor and wiped his hand on a toy along with rubbing his foot in the suspected semen on the floor. Very detailed. Oh, wow. wow. Employees reported that Black discarded the magazine behind some toys and proceeded to the front of the store. A police source told T the smoking gun that the toy in question was a lightsaber, apparently of the Star Wars variety, 
Uh, why is that necessary for uh, me to know? I don't know. <laughs> it, it, you want to know why? Because of why everybody says that Luke's lightsaber was shorter than Obi-Wan's. Huh? Hmm. Blue lightsaber, red lightsaber, purple lightsaber, some of them of different sizes. It, 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 it's a rampant internet meme that they're all dick references. There you go. It's not important. <laughs> the the, the <laughs> Jedi is blue because they have constant blue balls because they're not allowed to put it anywhere. Yeah. Uh, that just makes me wonder, though. I mean... And, and, and the Sith is dead because they can't stop, so they're all burning when they pee. Ow! Which makes you wonder where the purple lightsaber comes in. I don't know. Hemorrhoids? And, and, and what about Darth Maul? He had two. Double dick pain. Ow. <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh, no. Ooh, uh. Welcome to the internet. Yes. <laughs> but, um... Here's, your virgineers at the desk. Yeah. Here's what I, what I find really, 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 really insane. When the cops confronted Black... He said he was in the store shopping for a toy for his daughter. Oh my god. <laughs> no, that is not an excuse. Look, if you're going to go into Walmart and masturbate, at least admit, hey, look, I think this Sports Illustrated was hot, and I was picturing jamming that lightsaber up her ass while I was fucking her. Yes, I know that was very graphic. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, but... No, no, no. It, no see, here's what would have made it plausible if it was a Barbie doll. Because you know what? That's what they were designed for. Uh, there you go. It is. They were designed to be anorexic little bitches so that daddies would like the look of them and buy them for their daughters. Oh. Because they were sexually attracted to the doll. Wow. That is the original purpose of the Barbie. And I think it was based on the designer's daughter and son, wasn't it? Uh, that part it I don't know, but that. that would not surprise me. Or at least it was, it was designed by a woman. But it was designed by a woman, as far as she had said in an interview that I had watched on TV with her, at least. She just said she wanted to make a, an anatomically correct doll, because otherwise, I mean, kids are going to have to run into anatomically correct people, eventually. Maybe those kids had never seen an anatomically correct person in their entire life. I don't know. That would be horrifying. Uh. But, uh... That may have been a recent interview, but I'm talking about the original design because the original design was not anatomically correct. Well, no, she said that she said that she was held back. No, she said that she was held back. She wanted to include pretty much as much as she possibly could, nipples and all, and that was shot down real fast. And wanted Ken to specifically have a penis, and they wouldn't allow that. But uh, they gave him a full genderless expanse. Marked uh, only by the Mattel logo. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh man. And they kept what de- what decade did they first come out again? Fifties or sixties? Uh I wanna say fifties. I'm thinking fifties. So two fifties. There you go. Damn you nineteen fifties sensibilities. Uh, we could say but, that about a lot of things. Yeah. But and I know people are gonna ask battery charge. He was hit with a battery on a child count because investigators concluded that a reasonable person would believe that a child would come into contact with fluid on the toy, being that it was left in the toy aisle of the store. In other words, they, they were going to put their hands all in his spooge. Yeah, slightly. Yeah. I don't know if I would call that battery. Really fucking gross, yes, but battery? 
battery is intent to cause harm without actually directly doing it, so technically that would be causing harm because, you know, the kid would swing it and it would hit somebody in the head. You know it would. Yeah. What's it going to hit somebody in the head when the kid's swinging it anyway because it's a kid? If he's wiping it on a toy, he knows exactly what he's doing and he knows exactly that somebody's probably going to pick it up after him. He yeah. probably was... That, that uh... is technically battery. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry, that, that's actually assault. Ooh. That's assault, not battery. Battery is actually causing injury to someone. So they did that wrong. <laughs> yes, they're doing it wrong. They're doing it wrong! Yes, and that's still... That's not how it. law works! And here's another thing that, that just makes me wonder. And this one's actually kind of close to home. Uh, literally close to home. Destin, which is probably about a good hour, hour and a half drive from me. A 31-year-old... Oh, a 31-year-old man was arrested after deputy found a little blue pill in his pants pocket, according to an Okaloosa County Sheriff's report. Deputies responded to a call about a prisoner transport. After searching the man's pockets, the fat found what was later confirmed to be a Viagra pill. For some reason, <laughs> for some reason, the story had the instead of they. Ugh, who wrote that? But oh my God! The man said he had gotten the pill from a friend and did not have a prescription. The report report said. So he. <laughs> He got, what it does not make clear, unfortunately, is was the 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 prisoner the one who got busted? Because it didn't say outright that the thirty-one-year-old man was a prisoner. But where does the prisoner transport come in here? I mean, maybe. Wait, I, I don't think I fully understand the story because it's it seems kind of just disjointed. I, I don't. It, it, it reads that he got arrested for having Viagra. Yeah, yeah, that's how I'm hearing that's it. That's, like, how I'm, that's how I'm reading it, too. It's like, what? How? What? I mean, and this is the same... Uh, it's like just having a boner a crime. I know, right? Okay, Although wait a minute, I'm, wait a minute. Actually, actually, you know you know, you know, know when it's a crime? Because I actually know this. What? God, I know this. Holy uh -oh. shit. In the state of Indiana. Oh, no. Right, yes, right, right, right where I am. Right here. Let me guess, but it is a crime... Wait, you wait, can wait. be arrested on felony charges of child endangerment if you're walking around in a public area, on a campus, any sort of campus, school campus, you know, little school, college, whatever, and, and, and you have a visible but concealed erection, that, so in other words, it shows through your pants, and there are children around, and they can prove that you're aware that you had it. Well, wow. what if it's not concealed? Well, then you can definitely be arrested. Yeah. But seriously, you could be arrested with child endangerment for wow. that. I don't know if they make you register as a sex offender, but it would not surprise me. I would, you know, I know. some cop having a really bad day looks at you, sees that you know you have an erection because you're embarrassed. You're trying to hide it, but it's obvious. Yeah. And, and here's the horrible part. If you are aware, if you knowingly, that's the phrase, knowingly are aroused even under clothing while in public on school grounds. Oh, well, that's kind of not fair. I mean, what if you see somebody look... What if you're a guy, see somebody looks really good at, right before you go pick up your kid from school and, you know, nature doesn't work that fast, you know? I know. I mean, guy gets an erection. It's not going to go down for a while. At least not... Uh, I know. I, I, I have been yeah. the bane of Many a man who has fussed at me. Yeah. Actually, and these are mostly my friends, and that's because I do it on purpose. Like, I'll say something knowing 
it's going to work in his brain. And he's like, <laughs> yes, I have to go to work. <laughs> yeah. That's just fun. I mean, cause, 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 fun. You got, you got to agree, Mars. Mars, you got to agree that that's entertaining. I've never really done that. I must admit. Um, no, I'm sorry. I can't follow you there. <laughs> you should give it a try. It's it's amusing to no end. Ah, we're gonna we're gonna turn her into a cocktease. No. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. But um, but yeah. Now and now. Cocktease. And now your friends have a, an even bigger worry, you know, especially if they go to work and you just gave them an erection, you know, you could be putting them in jail. Huh. I, I don't have anybody who works at a school. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, we're going to take it out of Florida again. This one is out of Portland, Oregon. Police responded in force to reports of a man with a gun at East Portland late Monday only to find a confused customer and staff at a gun store. What the fuck? <laughs> a passerby outside the gun room called 911 about 6 p.m. to report that a man standing outside was holding a gun and looked nervous and sweaty, said Sergeant Pete, Sergeant Pete Simpson, a Portland Police Bureau spokesman. Okay. Area residents reported seeing the officers surround the shop and set up a perimeter with assault rifles drawn. Holy shit. But police quickly realized the suspicious man was there to sell a gun. They left without issuing any citation, Simpson said. The police response was appropriate, Simpson said. If you thought someone was robbing a gun shop, you're gonna, you were going to show up with guns. A man who answered the phone at the gun room called the incident just a case of mistaken identity, but he declined to commit further. What I'm wondering is, what is so so nerve-wracking about selling a gun? Um, depends on why you're selling it. I know, it's like, what are you selling for crack money? Meth money? I mean, Still, you- though... Jesus, what are all these guns doing in this place? Oh my gosh. Yes, it is... Where did all these guns come from? Well, it's a Holy gun God. shop right there. <laughs> I mean... No excuse! <laughs> <laughs> None at all. Uh. They're passing... No, here's what gets me. A passerby said a man standing outside was holding a gun. Look nervous. Okay, fine. Um... He's standing outside holding a gun. You're passing by a place that says it's the gun room. You know there's a sign out there with a big fat gun hanging off somewhere on a logo to advertise this is a gun shop. And you're going to call somebody over that. Saying there's a guy with a gun standing outside a gun store. Wait a minute. He's going to rob the gun store with a gun. Oh my God, call the cops. Beep, 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 beep. Get down I should hope that the guys at the gun store no, will be okay, able to it, pretty decently protect themselves in such no, a situation. Exactly. That's what you should call about. You should say, oh my god, you need to come rescue this guy. He's about to get fucked up the ass like Swiss cheese. Never <laughs> uh, so mind that the gun store sells guns, stuff. sells ammo. Those guys are stocked. You know they know how to use them, too. Oh, you have to. Yeah. You have to. In the very... Investigators are looking into the deaths of three Florida black bears killed Thursday night by vehicles in Santa Rosa County. A 350-pound male was killed by a Jeep about 10.30 p.m. on State Road 87, Holly Devere Fire Chief Ron Norton said. The Jeep sustained minor damage. How? It's a Jeep. It's a Jeep. It's a Jeep! And it's a 350-pound bear. Yeah, but it's a fucking Jeep, dude. I mean, it's like halfway to being a Hummer. Okay, okay. Depending on the Jeep. 
depending on the Jeep. I'm, I'm thinking like small Jeeps that look like they could just be crushed like a soda can or something. No, 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 no. We're, n- we're not talking hippie Jeeps. We're talking actual, honest-to-God fucking Jeep. Yeah, oh, but yeah. was that a friggin' Jeep, or was that the Jeep that you see in inner city, haha, I have a Jeep, lol, I'm so cute? Honey, it's Florida. It's a fucking Jeep. Yeah, we do have a lot of fucking Jeeps around here. Oh, uh, where were we? Okay. Two other bears, a 145-pound female and her 25-pound cub, also were hit by a vehicle on Range Road. Air Force Base property, said Stan Kirkland, a spokeswoman with the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. An Air Force. I know where that is. The driver who saw the bear did not report the accident. Kirkland said motorists should be aware that bears will be feeding active throughout the fall. Everyone needs to be aware that the number of bears is increasing, Kirkland said, and the number of bears will, and the number of deer will likewise be decreasing. Thank you. Deers are creepy. When you no, a deer, a goddamn deer. Quick, speed up before it runs. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> now, now, if a bear is killed, the FWC asked motorists to report the accident to Washington Hotline at the 888-4439-2, blah, blah, blah. There are no penalties for accidental deaths. However, it is illegal to remove parts of a bear even after it has been killed. I would love to see somebody. I would love to see somebody try to remove a bear after you know when it's not dead. Bear, bear will end you if you try and remove something from it. It will end you. Fatal strike. Bear wins. You're done. We're definitely done. You are uh, beyond done. You are so done. You will be. You will become like that one guy I like to film bears that was eaten by the same bears he liked to study. He will be. You will be bear shit, and then eaten yes, by prob- then probably eaten by maggots or something. Then you'll be maggot shit. It's an endless cycle of shit. Moral <laughs> of the story. <laughs> Moral of the story. Do uh, no, not- I, I, I think I think that's the motto for the show. There you go. Uh, Motto of the show, Bears, an endless cycle of shit. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Alright. Okay, that, that, that needs to be Twitterified. Yes, that does. That definitely Bars does. Bars Girl, congrats, you're on our Twitter. Yes. Great, thank you. Yay. So, uh, uh, so, what time do we have here? Okay, final news story. From Milton, Florida. Oh, God, another one. And this one, I believe, was also featured on Nash's What the Fuck is Wrong with You live show, uh, I think, um, the previous Monday from this recording. A 34-year-old Milton woman was arrested arrested, arrested, after her husband alleged she attempted to burn his boat, go-kart, and jacuzzi after an argument. Shannon Riska was arrested September 2nd and charged with a first-degree battery charge and arson, a second-degree felony. At 1 p.m. Thursday afternoon, Santa Rosa County deputies were dispatched to Fleetwood Drive in Milton in reference to an arson complaint, according to a sheriff's office report. When deputies arrived, they noticed a boat parked in front of a trailer was partially burned. Flames had reached the side of the trailer. Lawmen were met by Robert Riska, who stated that his wife, Shannon, had burned his boat and his go-kart, and that was parked next to his trailer, the report said. Robert told deputies that he had been in an altercation with his wife the night before, and that they watched a movie that starred the actress Jennifer Lopez, according to the report. 
Robert stated that his wife was very jealous of the actress and did not like him seeing her in the movie. He said an argument ensued over. <laughs> he said an argument ensued over the actress. Both went to bed, and Shannon later left the house. Okay. Um. My my initial thoughts on this kind of matches Nash's, and he says, and I probably am more paraphrasing than quoting here. That man is never going to fuck Jennifer Lopez. His dick will no. not be nowhere near Jennifer Lopez. Lady, you have nothing to worry about. She must be jealous over something else. Maybe he did something else in the past, or maybe she's been in worse relationships. Guys, I don't it gets know. Worse. It gets worse. Oh, Great. yes. The next day, Robert said he was at a neighbor's house drinking alcohol when his wife pulled up in her vehicle, saw him drinking, and became agitated, the report said. Shannon then walked outside of their trailer, started pulling hoses off the motor of his go-kart, and lit it on fire that Robert tried to extinguish. He told Lawman that he saw Shannon drive away in her... <laughs> this is bad that I'm starting to laugh at this because it's so sad. He started, she started to drive away in her vehicle with his dogs, saying she was going to put them to sleep, the report stated. Witnesses also said Shannon punched Robert, but the husband didn't fight back. You fucking idiot! I'm sorry, I don't care what foot of honor you live by. The woman has burned your... Like, what does what, what she burn at this point? She, she's burned his fucking go-kart. She's bitched over him because how dare he watch a movie with Jennifer Lopez in it. And she, she's done how many other things? That, and she's saying she's going to go kill his dogs. And she's punching you in the face. Punch yeah. that fucking bitch. Are you kidding me? Don't just punch her. Punch her out. Take her to the state line and leave her there. This there woman is psycho. Well, her Come punching on. you means that you can uh, use punching back as self-defense. I mean, there you go. Exactly. just saying. Plus, oh, she's already she's lighting his property on fire and going to kill his dogs. Yeah, do keep in mind. They're dogs. Is, do keep in mind this is also Northwest Florida, which is technically part of the South. Uh, that doesn't make it not part of the United States where it's okay to punch a woman in the face if she's punching you first. I agree, but a lot of people down here will not see it that way. Uh, which it, is it, unfortunate. It's it, them southern sensibilities. Very much so. Ha, ha, sensibilities. Yeah. Yes. So, okay, witnesses told deputies that after Robert went back inside his neighbor's house, Someone came into the house and said that Shannon was lighting Robert's boat on fire and that she was attempting to light a jacuzzi on fire by pouring gasoline inside of it, the report said. Okay, the, <laughs> okay, we don't know if the jacuzzi already had water in it. It could have been a dry jacuzzi. It is possible. In which case, that's slightly less stupid, other than it's just funny to have a burning jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking Satan's jacuzzi, you know. A jacuzzi with just fire whirling around, Satan sitting there like, Yeah, this is the best jacuzzi ever, man. <laughs> Sit back, have a Mai Tai. Uh, Hi. Okay, oh. Shannon was later arrested and interviewed at the jail where she stated both she and her husband had been fighting throughout the night of September 1st and into the following day. Robert, Shannon said Robert had called to her several times, verbally, quote-unquote, harassing her, according to the report. She Which told totally Bob makes it okay to uh, burn your stuff. I mean, oh, yeah. And, and, and honestly, I think he had the right to harass her. She's bitching at him, yelling and screaming, because he watched a movie with Jennifer Lopez in it. 
for fuck's sake, woman, get the sand out of your vagina and stick a dick in it. I'm serious. <laughs> oh. Well, see, now... Well, Somebody now, see, needs laid. Now, see, this, this is going to sound wrong with me, but you know what? If they had just had sex that night where they she got jealous, none of this would have happened. Oh, the makeup sex would have been perfect. It would have been all okay. Yes. I mean, it, it, no, 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 you don't, you don't get it. But the makeup sex w wouldn't have just been perfect, it would have been burning with passion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. What? Oh. I'm horrible. I'm terrible, yes. I'm awful, yes. I I'm nasty and crude. Burning with passion, I, I get it. Yes. Get it, oh god. Oh. And she also... Huntsville, category yes. me. And she also told Lawman that Robert lit the go-kart on fire and didn't admit to lighting anything on fire. Right, even though... Why the fuck would have light his own go-kart It's a go-kart! Those things are fucking awesome! You and it's expensive! Yes! Why would a man want to do that? He would... I wouldn't. If I had a go-kart, I would do my best to keep it from being lit on fire. Hell, if I had a... If, okay, if, if I had a go-kart... I would not only do my best to keep it from being lit on fire, I, I would have, like, special things in there so that nobody else could possibly, you know, do it that easily. It's like, yeah. you would have to damage the thing to pull the hoses out for one. Yeah, definitely. It's just, no. You would have to cut them. Yes. I, I would put some, some serious... Just, wow. Yes. Alright, so... I, I, I am losing my words. Yeah. That That, that is how baffled I am. The English language escapes my mind. Yes. <laughs> uh, Alright, so with that, that's the end of the news. We're going to take a short break. going to give you guys something else to kind of chill you guys' minds with, little things we want to share with you guys. So we will be back after all of that, and we will see you on the other side. Yeah. 
stop running It's time to make our dreams come true It's time to get started I'll be the one and you be player want me to tell people what happened to your car a couple of weeks ago, or should you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I can, uh, I can, I can describe the events leading up to the certain. Oh, this um, I've got to hear. I have not even heard this one yet. Well, um, it was how how long? Two weeks ago? Yeah, I think two so. weeks ago. Uh, a little over two weeks ago. Um, and I had recently broken up with my girlfriend. Um, it was a mutual thing. We're trying to stay friends, you know. Um, and it's going pretty good, like, you know, now, it, yeah, I, I mean, it's alright, but, um, myself, uh, Kevin, Austin, and Rowdy were all, um, at the Burger King, which is, we all live in the dorms, and the Burger King is probably, how long would you say, <laughs> three, three miles, three miles or so from the dorm, which, it's enough to be annoying, if you don't have transportation. And, um, some things conspired. I was getting picked, ragged on quite a bit, um, <laughs> about my lady troubles, and I got pissed and left Oops. alone, and I was the driver. I was the sole driver. Um, oh, no. Leaving them to, um, I don't know. I don't know what I was leaving them to do, but my plan, it was probably... 10 o'clock, my plan was to go back to the dorm for 20 minutes or so, mm -hmm. and then go back and get them. Yeah. Um, Just well, to show you're not a total bastard. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, old man sleep got a hold of me, and I fell asleep on the, the chair in the dorm, and um, I get a text message from uh, Kevin saying, your day is coming. Oh, shit. And... So I, I didn't really know what to expect, so I just went to sleep, and next morning woke up, you know, went to my classes as usual, and all day people were saying, hey, I didn't know, or, Gary, what's, what's wrong with your car? What, what happened? I, I had no idea. I really had no idea. Finally, I get out of math class, and I get a call from Courtney Corbin saying, what is wrong with your car? And... <laughs> 
uh, I had to check it out. So I went over to my car and every window was completely painted um, with the auto paint stuff. There were two large, quite large penises. Um, the penis being the male genitalia um, on the back and an arc touching at the tip with gay pride written in large <laughs> lettering on my back window. Lint liquor on both my back <laughs> taillights. Front headlights were colored in. The <laughs> huge penis. Oh, oh I, mean, I missed the getting that picture. Yeah. Oh. I'm glad I noticed it too when I was cleaning it off for... I would have driven home and mom would have seen it and mm-hmm. would have <laughs> now, I thought, son. now I thought I thought you actually went home with all that well, stuff on there I was going to and um, I got as much of I got all the penises off oh man uh, that would have been funny yeah. that would have been funny and you would have been uh, went down as a really brave man <laughs> seriously well, Alabama um, gay pride don't mix <laughs> what was funny is uh, Charles Sermon <laughs> who is the uh, <laughs> Mustadzclef, yeah, uh, and, and a couple other people, high-ranking officials in the college, were um, actually taking a tour around campus that day, and happened to drive by my car, and Charles said he was so nervous, but nobody, nobody said anything. But um, a lot of the teachers were very upset, and. Um, they were, uh... Some emails were sent. Emails were sent. Um, <laughs> people were offended, but it was all in good fun. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it was... I loved it. It was And it was when, I w- when I drove by, I didn't even realize it was your car. <laughs> I didn't even realize. I'm like, dude, that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> I was almost late to class because I had to get a picture of it. And welcome back! Uh, that was some good stuff we had over there, didn't it? In it. <laughs> So um, now we're going to get into a new segment for the show. I call it Theater History, and what it is is what I'm going to end up doing is taking some dates throughout the week. I've only got it for today this time, but throughout the week I'm going to look at over at uh, Playbill.com. I keep wanting to call it Billboard for some reason, even though they're totally different things. No, it doesn't. But at Playbill.com they have uh, this week in, or today in Theater History, every day, and this week we've just got it for September 17th, even though this is going to be posted on the 18th. But, but uh, with all that out of the way, let's get started on this. In 1889, Robert Benchley, the acclaimed actor, critic, and humorist of the early 20th century, is born. Benchley will marry Gertrude Darling and make his stage debut in this month in 1923. An example of his wit can be seen in his 1926 review of Jean Bart Squall, which is about a gypsy woman who leaves her people to satisfy her lusts with an outsider. Included in the dialogue is, Me newbie, newbie good girl, newbie stay. Responding in his review, Benchley states, Yes. Responding in his review, Benchley states, Me Benchley, Benchley bad boy, Benchley go. Tallulah Bankhead, who was a friend of his, called him as gay and thirsty as a gentleman I had ever encountered. Wow. <laughs> and, you know, and back um, then, you know, that didn't necessarily mean, you know, hello, boys. You know, that kind of thing. It was so it could have. It could have. You could have been doing that because you were happy. Yeah. There you go. You know, and uh, what Robin, Robin Hood and his band of merry men. There you go. They're very, <laughs> they're very gay. <laughs> they're quite, 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 quite gay, quite merry. You know, a jolly even. 
1925, Bill Arlen's romantic drama The Green Hat opens today at Broadhurst Theatre, and Catherine Cornell stars as Iris March, a character who would come to be described by Alexander Woolcott as a shameful, shameless lady. Leslie Howard co-stars. And I have no idea about the green hat. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Hat, and I green, call myself... What more call, is there to know? Yeah. Uh, 1938. Thornton Wilder performs today as the stage manager in Our, Our Town on Broadway. Although he is the Woo! author, he is filling in for the vacationing Frank Craven. Since the playwright was performing, he took the liberty of putting back in some of his own words that producer Jed Harris had cut for the run. During oh. this run... Wilder's acting is reported by John Mason Brown, a critic at the time, as better than Sinclair Lewis's performance in the dr dramatization of his own novel, It Can't Happen Here. Wow. Yeah. So that, that, that is... Way to get one back. Yes. You go, dude. You go, Mr. Wilder. Do it, man. Uh. Wow. Enthusiasm. Two yes. notches up, please. <laughs> uh, in 1972... After 1,847 performances off-Broadway, the hit review Jacques Brel is alive and well and living in Paris, wow, transfers to Broadway's Royale Theatre and closes after just 51 more performances, despite the presence of Joe Maisel and George Ball in the cast. That's pretty damn impressive. You know, just... I've actually heard of that one. Oh, oh yeah? Yeah. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Uh, 1976... The Zotke Shangs for colored girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough. That is a long goddamn title. Opens oh my! On, wow. Yeah. Opens on Broadway. Not to mention incredibly specific. Yes. <laughs> Holy! Sh it just read that again, please. The Zotke Shangs for colored girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough, and it's spelled E-N-U-F. Really? Yes. I love Ebonics. Oh yes, as as uh, Linkara has said, because poor <laughs> literacy is cool. <cute. laughs> uh, yeah. I can hear the letters. The letters. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, but this show opened on Broadway at the Booth Theater following a run at the Public Theater. The drama, featuring seven female characters represented by colors of the rainbow, combines poetry and dance to explore the plight of women. Shang herself is in the cast of the production, which ran for 742 performances. Please so, tell me when they say colors of the rainbow, they mean, like, um, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and purple. Uh, I'm thinking that's exactly what they mean, because nothing else makes sense, and if anything else does make sense, I really do not want to know. Yeah, same here. Uh, in 2000, Denver Center Theater Company, in association with Royal Shakespeare Company, unleashed Peter Hall's staging of Tantulus at their stage theater in Colorado. The large-scale, ten-play production, performed in three parts, ran for approximately ten hours. The cast of 29, made up of U.S., British, European, and Asian-born performers, includes principals Alyssa Bren Brez Brez uh, Bresnahan, I can't read tonight. Alan Doby. Nice name. Yeah. <laughs> Greg Hicks, Annalie Jeffries, Ann Mitchell, Robert Pitkoff, David Ryle, and Mia Mia Yu. I was about to say Mia Rue. That would not have been work. That would not have worked. <laughs> you English good today. Yes, I English very good today. <laughs> uh, and this is in Colorado. That's pretty cool, man. 
That was just ten years ago. Okay, okay, here's something. <clears throat> I mean, I, I understand, technically. Um, but, but to be a little literal for just a minute, me, uh. what? No. Um, when you say European actors and actresses, why do you have to include British as a distinction? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's they, in it, Europe. Yes. It's not like it, it has a continent unto itself. No, it doesn't. Come on, people. It's weird. You'll be on you some geography good. Yes. Or maybe they just didn't want to say British, German, French, Spanish, Hungarian, Italian. Then say European. Yeah. They should have I and, they should have done it for the whole thing. Uh, oh well. Wow. Oh. In two thousand four, three notable musicals begin their journeys. Andrew Lloyd Webber's The Woman in White opens in London. <laughs> Dirty Rotten Scoundrels begins its pre Broadway tryout in San Diego. And the London stage adaptation, and the London stage adaption of the Disney film musical Mary Poppins, its world premiere. premiere yes, Mary Poppins on Broadway. Well, on the stage, which probably will put it into my queue, but that's for a different time. And it had its world premiere in Bristol, England. Bristol. Yes. And yes. And fun fact: there's also a Bristol in Florida, not too far from where I live. That that just. Wrong on so yep. many levels. It is, and once again, there, I say we need to get you the fuck out of Florida. Yes, I do. Donate, people, do it. <laughs> or, or even better, for you, you get to see me and him talking in the same room on video. Money, money, money. <laughs> <laughs> and that is it oh, for okay. this week in theater history. Yay! So. So now with all that out of the way, um, let us have a good chat with our guest co-host, Miss Mars Girl. Okay. Yes, and um, do keep in mind this is all pretty much off the cuff, so let's go. Um, questions will probably just be all over the wall. No worries. But um. stealing the floor, the attic, the next yeah. room. <laughs> now this being thespian talk and being actually hosted by two thespians, um, yeah. we have to ask. Have you had any experience in the theater? Yes, I don't know if I still have my uh, thespian card or not. I thought I still kept it in this wallet, I don't know. But um, I did, I guess initially, as it, it's all it's all from my youth though. I, I was, uh, I want to say somewhere between 4th and 6th grade, there was a place called Circle Arts Theater in New Braunfels, Texas. And... I don't even remember the name of the performance, but it was about a bunch of kids and a baseball team. And it was kind of stupid, and nobody was good at it because they were all kids huh? who just had no, their wait, parents the throw team. them in there. Hold on, hold on. The team was stupid or the play was stupid? The play was pretty dumb. Uh, I, I will it's straight describing up. either one there. Uh, yeah, I guess huh? I guess it really could. It, it, um, there are a number of shows like that. After all, but didn't they make like two different movies with that plot? It, it was a one-act play. Uh, uh, on top of that. Oh, so, oh, yeah. Um, and uh, let's see, in I did theater in high school. I was a part of the uh, clumsy custard horror show on the ice cream ice cream cone review. That was pretty Wait, fun. Is that not as sexy as I want it to be? Kind I mean, of. It, I had to wear a brushy bra. I English good today too. <laughs> yeah, I had to wear a birdseed bra. So if you think that's sexy, oh. then um, then yes. <laughs> yes. Uh. Uh, 
And I was in the theater production of Get Smart. Um, they actually cast me as Mr. Big. Which, if you've seen um, the... Um, it, it was like episode one or two. It was essentially the pilot of the TV series that Mr. Big comes in. He is an old, aging dwarf man. And here I am, a relatively tall, young female. Uh, but how obvious is, uh, are you? Having never seen a picture... Having never seen a picture, are are you the Andro Queen? <laughs> I, uh, I I don't know. Gosh, I, I think <laughs> somebody else should make that comparison for me. Um, I I don't think you are. <laughs> I've seen uh, enough Gom? of you in videos Gom? to know that. Uh, okay, Gum, yeah? you are also one of the people who thinks they can actually pick out the gender of characters in JRPGs. Uh, true. I'm not certain that your judgment is to be taken here, <laughs> but but no, they made sure it was obvious that I was female. I mean, uh, yeah. Okay, well that makes even less sense then. Yeah, so the theater instructor thought it would be funny. Uh, I don't have a better explanation. So okay. Um. Otherwise, uh, I think I was. You know what? I was also assistant director in that. Oh really? So that's essentially. My background, as far as stage productions goes, and that's about it. Have you ever done anything, you know, as a techie? Oh uh, yeah, I did I mean, tech on stage. Um, everybody in high school had to dabble in both, sometimes in the same show. So, so yes, I did tech. Um, and being in theater class, of course, you're putting on one act plays all the time. Oh yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess it just sounds. Um, really childish to describe the kind of stuff I did in high school, you know, as being my theater background. But Not necessarily. I mean, everybody has to start somewhere. Oh, yeah. Right. And that's about as far as it went, and I've thought about going back, but I just don't really have the confidence that uh, that I'd really be able to do so hot. Yeah. That's a familiar story. Oh, yeah. Uh, some of us get over it more quickly than others, because I know for a while I was I was kind of out of it for a few years, and then I decided, you know what, I missed it, I'm going back, and the show I ended up going back to is Anything Goes, happened to be a musical, <laughs> and they put me in the chorus. <sighs> I, I'm nice. I'm, I'm not that say, startles uh, me for some reason, mostly I'm, because I've never heard you sing. I'm not going to say that I am a horrible singer. <laughs> uh, the last time I tried out for a musical at my college, I could swear my theater director was in there putting cotton swabs in his ears to stop the bleeding. Oh. So, um, but yeah. Well, putting cotton swabs in his ears, you should have tried for Phantom of the Opera. Probably. <laughs> I'm um, sorry, that was a slightly obscure joke. I, I'm but, um, bad, Renee. Bad. But, um, Oh, okay, so... So, okay, for those of you who who don't know you, Mars Girl, um, what exactly do you do for that guy with the glasses? For everybody who, for some reason, may not know. I am part of Inked Reality, which falls under the, the uh, category of animation and comics and everything of the like. I've been doing anime news editorials once a week for a while, just to kind of keep the uh, influx of... Uh, of videos coming in, hence more views and hence more money. And translation terrors have 
also been the second most reoccurring videos that I've done, though I admit they're a lot less frequent, but this month has been four kids month, so there's been a new video out in that series once a week this whole month, so, um, so yeah, that is my basic role at this moment in time. Everyone will joke about, ha ha, you'll just drop it and go do something later and just abort this series like you aborted everything else. Ha ha, well maybe. I don't know. <laughs> well, 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 if you do end up doing something else later, we it'll probably be just as awesome as what you found. Maybe. And I am really enjoying the uh, the four kids video. It, That's it, good because there's quite a number of people who didn't like the second one, so I'm hoping the third one coming out um, late tomorrow will appease people better than the second one did. Yeah. And, and just for those of us who may be completely ignorant. <coughs> Um, what exactly are the complaints that are going on about your videos? I mean... Um, that one in particular, um, since that was the one that we just brought up, I guess. Um... What? It, uh... It, it's pretty much opinion-based, and so, um, I argued that, and maybe I didn't argue very clearly, that, um... Uh, changes made to the introductions of an anime don't really need to be made, as in the intro song and opening credit such, sequence. Yeah, such as on uh, FMA Brotherhood, when how many different times did they change the intro music and the extra music and video to that? I think within, what, uh, 10... It was maybe not ten, more, more like fifteen episodes. They changed it, you know, two, three times. Well, that's not the kind of changes I'm referring to. Like the changes so I refer to about? are like, um, if, because it's four kids, they have taken the intro that was originally in the Japanese version, completely scrapped it, rewrote ah. their own song, and um, compiled an intro that is made of different pieces of the TV series rather than using the intro animation. Yeah. So, so in other words, they're trying to anglicize it and you're saying that that isn't necessary. Right, exactly. Yeah. And and I was... I, I don't think I came across as being very clear, perhaps, in that... Um, it, of course, they all, all think of me as being totally weeaboo and if you don't like the Japanese version of the intro then you're a totally terrible person and I hope I would hope that I didn't come across that way but um, I argue that it's not necessary to like take a show like um, gosh what was one of them I'll, I'll just say one piece for argument's sake and one piece its original intro already told the story of One Piece, basically. It already was shouting the name One Piece all over the place, and then they go and they change it to something else that advertises the show even harder. I don't feel like that's necessary. I feel like just a literal translation of of the intro is all that we really need, and I, I don't understand the point of making such drastic changes. Well, the point but, of making such changes generally isn't up to you know, whoever it is that decided to import the show, it's usually up to whoever it is on the marketing team that's going, how do we best reach our demographic and make the most money out of this? Because that's how things are run in the state. Oh, of yeah. course. Yeah. That I'm, I'm totally aware of. That doesn't make it... That, that doesn't make it 
any more appealing to me, nor does it make well, it any more appealing to us. I was at one point. Okay. Huh. And, and I actually, I tend to think marketing teams and whatnot don't really know what's appealing to their target market so much as they know what they think will make their target market want to spend money. It's like whatever's the most annoying, whatever's the most catchy, whatever is the most able to just reach in there, grab their brains, and make them go, Mommy, Mommy, want. Of course. It's not necessarily what they like, but what they will, you know, robotically obey. Not to mention, these shows were originally aimed at what could be considered a higher target audience, and 4Kids obviously markets their shows for children. Obviously. It's obviously what they're trying to do. I'm not going to argue that... Um, I mean, obviously they have to make changes in order to broadcast it on television. I'm not an idiot. I know how that works. <laughs> Didn't think you were. All, all the same... Um, and people don't like that I use the, t- the term true anime fans. When I use that term, oh. uh, I'm, I'm referring to the people who would legitimately care about that show in its original format. They're really, I'm serious when I say that there is a breed of anime fans that is like totally off the scale. And they're going to run around saying the anime should have been like this. It should have been this way. If I had done it, I'd have done it like this. Those people are going to be like, like that. Yeah, I think everybody has a somebody who's like that. Yeah. Well, well so, she thinks she was recently 15, and it's very 15 to be that way. Yeah. I, those those are the kind of people that are going to be like, they're going to consider themselves a true anime fan. And yeah. otherwise, if it's changed in much of any way at all, then you just like it and you must not really be a fan of it. Hence so why words, I term. You're talking yeah. about the purists. Yeah, very much yeah. pure. Wake fracking purists. I do have to. Is there an entire TV Tropes page dedicated to those idiots? I'm sure there is. Probably is. That's a TV Tropes page is going to be up for probably about everything. And I like it. There's one for everything. Yes. That's uh, there's there's one there's one for me though it's really short but I don't really I don't really care. Yeah. Hey, you have you have TV tropes same. Yes. Uh, it's kind of frightening, but I'll live with it. It's good. <laughs> I don't care. There you go. It, it's it's better than the Encyclopedia Dramatica. Oh. Oh yeah. I oh, I, I have yeah. seen it. I have seen it, and it's just. Wow. Uh. I, I think I'm the one who introduced you to the um, offended page, actually. Yes, you did. Uh. <laughs> Just, yeah, I think, I think I don't even need to tell people how they do that. They, I think they can figure it out for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so yes, yeah, so, uh, so we got the four kids thing. Um, barring One Piece, because I'm pretty sure most of the people are very dissatisfied with it. Oh yeah, and I've been trying to defend that their choice and picking that up for a long time. Okay, it needed to go on TV, whatever. That's that's fine and good. It, it was yeah. still a mistake to get it in the first place. Whatever, we'll leave it at that. Right. But uh, over the past ten years, um, what do you think has been? I'd say the top two or three 
biggest mistakes 4Kids has made with some of their anime, if you want to call it that. Uh, it's hard for me to word a question like this. Um, uh, no, I think I understand what you mean. Um, because, gosh, One Piece was a pretty large foul-up. Um, Tokyo Mew Mew, I guess, becoming Mew Mew Power, um, it, it has apparently quite a large number of edits, surprisingly. And, um, there's entire episodes that are missing, and episodes that have been rearranged, and they decided after a while that they messed with it so much and put in so many plot holes that it wasn't worth licensing another season. They just dropped it after the first season, and so there has never been a full dub of Tokyo Mew Mew in the United States, which is kind of disappointing. Aww. Now, I've actually seen a few edits over the years. Not as many as you have, but enough to know that there are some of them that are just, just really... They're minor, and I, that is nitpicking on my part. But, um, namely, um, I know this one isn't for kids, but it was the Mega Man NT Warrior dub from mm-hmm. Rock Man EXE. The first episode really, I got pissed off a lot because they named Fireman into Torchman. And it's not really. Bad. And I can understand why, maybe, because they don't want kids to equate Fireman, you know, with a real fireman, you know, like the ones. You know, that actually fight fires. But, but all the same, though, it should associate with the games that it's selling. Exactly. So. Well, even then, okay, they call it Torchman. What, what, what if you're, you know, you know, uh, used to people from, you know, BBC? Torch is a, a flashlight. A term for flashlight, yeah. Yeah, there you go. There's that, too. I had not even thought of that. I mean, and there are a few... You are a Doctor Who fan, and you have not thought of that? Well, do keep in mind, when, when I first saw this, this was back in, I think, 2003, I think is when okay, they good point. So, I hadn't gotten into Doctor Who until, like, the past year. So, but there's that, and then there's, like, episodes of, like, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! has a whole bunch of edits, mainly, like, getting rid of cleavage and cutting certain scenes or whatever, you know? Yeah, the original Yu-Gi-Oh! is not for children. No, <laughs> no it really isn't. Not oh not, at the range, not at the age range that they're trying to sell it for here in not any case. Remotely. Yeah, I think they originally aimed it for teenagers, young adults, over huh. in Japan. Yeah. Remember, right? yeah, which is why it ends up in Shonen Jump, because Shonen Jump is um, uh, relatively middle-of-the-road kids. Not real young kids, you know, but yeah. Yeah. kids old enough. Right. Yeah. Old enough to know, too young to really understand. Old enough to know what death is, at least. Yeah. yeah. Yes, and and those, that for the most part, mine is just, it, honestly, it is really picking, but for the most part, except in Yu-Gi-Oh!'s case, oh my God, in fact, no, not even just in Yu-Gi-Oh's case, but also in uh, Mega Man's case, they cut a few episodes, just for no reason. I don't know why, they just cut them. I guess they wanted to get to the N1 Grand Prix story arc quicker, I don't know. Which was a good story arc, even in the dub, but still, just cutting out those episodes. Episodes, uh, Four Kids is notorious for episodes just being gone, right and left, um, which, again, it creates huge plot holes. In some cases, like in the case of One Piece, notoriously, some of the episodes that they cut involve characters that were pretty crucial to the story, and then there's suddenly these new characters later, and you're like, Hi! Who are you? A lot of people online, I'm sure, 
are aware by now, but um, Four Kids or the CW Four Kids is running this Toonzai block, and they are airing Funimation's Dragon Ball Z Kai. Funimation. Uh, yep, yeah, and they're fine. Funimation is fine. Oh yeah. Um, they've been handling DBZ for quite some time, and I have no problems with that. They've been giving DBZ Kai to both Nicktoons and the CW4 kids. I'm sure there were some little things that had to be toned down a little bit for TV. Okay, that's fine. So they gave basically the same TV copy to both Nicktoons and to 4 kids. But 4 kids is like, you know what, we're not satisfied with this. Halos over people's heads? No, they're now glowing balls. They're glowing orbs so that they're not some religious icon of some variety. Uh, I can almost do that, though. I mean, come on. Christian groups do go kind of rabid. No yeah, offense. well, they need to Christians, cut it out. Christians as individuals, I'm fine with. The groups? Nope, I, I totally ah. am with you there. But, um... But after 20 years of Dragon Ball Z being on the air, in some way, shape, or form, only does it get to four kids, and the buck finally has to stop with Mr. Popo. And he is no longer black, he is blue. Bright, neon, blue. And the rest of the film grain around him, you know, there's, there's this 20-some-odd-year-old grain around him, huh. and he is this bright, like, photoshopped, glowing, neon blue. Okay, wait, wait, wait. And Wasn't Popo the incredibly racist character to begin with? Oh, yeah. I can kind of understand that, then. If I could understand it if they had maybe done it a little more tastefully, I suppose, uh, in, in a way that's a little yeah. less obvious that it's been touched. It, it's just... So painfully, poorly obvious. Yeah. It's, I think there could have been another way of doing it. Or maybe another color. Skilled. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Somebody skilled at least. Because otherwise, it's, like I mentioned, putting him against this really grainy, sort of old 1989 animation. Yeah. It just screams at me. Yeah, just uh, they did it wrong. That's all I gotta say. But um, but actually, um, earlier going back to uh, cut episodes, I do remember the uh, Mega Man Anti Warrior anime dub over here. They did cut like three episodes out from the very beginning. One of which did include a an introduction of who would become a main character. I think they call him Tori or Toru or something, and he's the uh, operator of Iceman, and you don't see him. You seem for the first time like around the start of the Grand Prix arc, and so people are like, "Wait, who the hell is this?" You know, I knew because I had seen the original Japanese before, so I knew what happened, and I knew those episodes had been skipped the first time around, and so naturally I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <sighs> <laughs> so it's just, ah. And I think a lot of people are, a lot of people bring up dubs like Sailor Moon and. Oh, um, as well as uh, Cardcaptor Sakura, and those dubs, they keep mistaking those as being four kids dubs, which they're not. Um, Sailor Moon having been done by Deke, and... Sailor um, Moon also being a mockery of everything that it wanted to be. I'm sorry, but what the flying fuck? <laughs> and Cardcaptor is being done by Navare, I believe? 
Uh, yeah, I'm pretty uh, positive it was Navarre. Either way, uh, there's a lot of really commonly mistaken anime series that have been pretty easily butchered. Uh, for They're mistaken for being four kids, and they're not. Yeah. Like uh, Mega Man NT Warrior. They're, they're not four kids. No, no, they're I not. Think they were, I think that was... Yeah. I can't remember the name of it, the company, right off that, but... I, I can't remember, either, I must admit. Yeah. I remember for sure that it was not four kids. <laughs> so. No, no, it, it wasn't. Oh, but, um... But yeah, I mean, that just really pissed me off there. And then I think it was... And Yu-Gi-Oh! When four kids had Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, the second season we got over here, they just decided to give the pharaoh the name Yami, because, well, I guess they hadn't read that far ahead in the manga or the anime, and realized, hey, he doesn't have a name, so they just gave him one. They didn't want to have him be a nameless pharaoh. Why? You just referred to him as the pharaoh like they'd been doing. Yeah, I mean... And what the hell was wrong with that? I mean, okay, now we're actually getting into something that not only do I know in passing, not only do I know in reference, not only do I know because I talk to people who talk about this shit all the time, I watched Yu-Gi-Oh, okay? I will admit to this, I don't care. I have watched First it, I have... be bloody good. Second season, it's like, they start throwing in random shit like that, and it's like, why? I know, it's like, no. There's I mean... no purpose? Other than to have something that you don't like to be something that you do like. And I personally don't think that that should be any sort of a factor when making a decision about what you're going to do to a show that you're importing, that you're altering. Yes, some alterations have to be done, I will admit that, but there's no reason to give it a name. In fact, it's more powerful when you don't give it a name. Less is more. Exactly. That's, that's something that's pretty common that, that I had noticed, and especially in Yu-Gi-Oh! I have some uh, examples have coming up in the next... Well, uh, I have I don't some get examples it. coming up in the next episode, but there are a lot of unnecessary changes, mostly to dialogue. There's stuff about um, Yami, quote-unquote Yami, who... Um, he is searching for these lost memories, and, you know, he just doesn't know hardly anything about his past. So they get rid of all this really sort of introspective dialogue of him concerned about finding himself, and instead replace it with, Oh, I don't ever want to be separated from you, Yugi. We'll work together, and oh, blah, 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 friendship. And yeah. yeah, that was actually the primary thing that I noticed that made me... It's like, I honestly, I was watching it purely for the card game by about midway through season two. Because mm -hmm. um, they started throwing that in there, and it's like, okay, this is Yu-Gi-Oh!, not Pokemon. Yeah, right? pretty much. I get that you want to think that all anime is Pokemon because Pokemon has made you guys shitloads of money, and it will continue to do so for many, many years. I play Pokemon, I will admit to being part of that stupid stuff. I'm sorry, it's true. But Although now they do not own the license to Pokemon anymore. Well, it, yeah, I'd heard so that. They, they continue trying to go with a formula that worked for them in the past, but it has nothing to do with Yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh, however, may continue to make them money, because, you know, they have to license the series uh, alongside yeah. the cards and such, and so... So kids will continue to buy the cards because still, they've seen the TV the series. Show, as a show, as a plot, as a vehicle for displaying a story, got significantly castrated by throwing in the friendship theme. It's bullshit, and everyone knows it. The kids watching the show know it. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm, absolutely. They will be the loudest to complain. Oh, sure, yeah. Somebody somewhere at some point had to have done a fucking focus group because they just can't help themselves. And notice the kids going, what the heck is up with this? It makes no sense. It's stupid. You're treating us like toddlers. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think that's who they're trying to market for, but then they should realize that it technically isn't all toddlers who are interested in it. And I think that anyone who recognizes the medium as being specifically Japanese is probably older than the age of a toddler. So... Probably? You're gonna put yeah. a something on that, really. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> Most likely, Poor they kids will be. probably has to put a probably on it because that's the thing. <laughs> they don't do focus groups. They don't do research groups, which was a huge hunk of their problem with One Piece to begin with. It's like, okay, One Piece is insanely popular in Japan. That's all we need to hear. Let's license the fucker. And then remember that Japan is a completely different country from. I'm, I'm sorry, but do these guys not realize that? culture changes across the borders of different countries across the the tectonic lines unfortunately not it would seem and it's really surprising because four kids also worked with one piece and one piece was um a comic that was serialized in shonen jump and when they got one piece they put shonen jumps one piece in the title credits uh, of the yeah. four kids dub and one piece uh, in both shaman king and one piece you know okay they're both in shonen jump and they plaster shonen jumps one piece and shonen jumps shaman king on their title cards so they've worked with shonen jump before so they should have been at least able to read the manga because the manga had already been started to be published in shonen jump in the united states I mean, did they not see what kind of a series they were about to get themselves into? Because it was pretty obvious that it's a really really stoned that day. I'm serious. Maybe somebody was really stoned that day. A few too many lines before the business conference. I mean, there's a trope on it. Did not do the research. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's quite obvious. I love it. I love it so much. So fitting. Oh yes. Uh, but, um, okay, we are running a little bit on time now, so we're going to have to end this here. Uh, Mars Girls, thank you so much for being on the show. It was uh, very much a pleasure to have you. Great, thank you for having me. Yes, and feel free, if you want to get in on another show at any time, just let me know. We'll let you in, all right? Sounds good to me. All right, and with that, this is the first official episode of Thespian Talk. Version 2, as I call it. I am your host, Gomer the Ranting Thespian, with the lovely lady Renee, and our guest co-host, Mars Girl. And we are signing off. And until next week, remember... Um... Take us out, Mars Girl. <laughs> um... Four kids sucks, bye! <laughs>